I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution, where inspiration and purpose come from treating people like people and nothing less. I haven't said that tagline in a while, but my daughter, Walda's daughter, was saying it the other day. She was acting like me, and she's like, hi, I'm Luke Smack. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. We're treating people like people and nothing less. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's such a beautiful um, reminder it was for me, and, and um, so welcome everyone. Welcome to the podcast. <clears throat> so much has gone on. Obviously, thank you for everyone with your kind notes. I had a lot of beautiful messages, people reaching out. Um, so interesting and sad uh, still uh, having to put my dog down. Um, but, you know, I'm a week, uh, week and a half past that now. And I've been able to reflect so much on what a beautiful gift these pets are that we have specifically dogs and i know some people say with cats i haven't had a cat but i'm told it's the same experience where these animals hold space they just hold space for us they show unconditional love they hold no grudge and they just hold space and and with everything that's going on in the world it was just such a beautiful reminder for me to continue to hold space and that God's holding space for us. And we get to reflect that with one another and hold space for each other. I would say for the past maybe year, I've just been in fight mode, um, fighting compliance, fighting mandates, fighting cowardice, fighting fear, fighting, you know, on this external battle and, um, you know, I've talked about my journey. Obviously, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know what I've been going through and, and I've shared that with you. But it's interesting as I look into the future and I want everyone to listen, know that light wins, God wins, truth wins, uh, goodness wins, beauty wins, and the satanic, lying, uh, deceiving, projecting, narcissistic, sociopathic, powers that be that have been um, holding humanity hostage for uh, a very long time, their reign, their power structures, and their rule has come to an end. And it's time. It's time for us to acknowledge that they hold no power over us. It's time for us to acknowledge that uh, the Most High God, the creator of all that is, however you want to define that, the origin before your opinion exists in love and he in the masculine form of giving. That's why we say he, it's not that God is a man. It's not that at all, but he in the masculine form of giving is unconditionally loving. So it gives humanity exactly what they choose. So when we walk in the light, 
we live in the light, but when we don't intentionally walk in the light, if we don't, if we aren't intentional about healing our trauma, getting the darkness out of us, bringing more light in, allowing our pilot light to ignite even brighter and brighter and brighter, then darkness exists. And the forces that um, are here ultimately to teach humanity that light is the only power, the forces of darkness thrive when we do not walk in the fullness of what we were created to walk in. And that is love and light. Truth, beauty, and goodness, joy, gratitude, humility, so much uh, virtuous um, ideals that humanity has forgotten. And when we forget, painful experiences take place. But we're remembering who we are. We are literally re- to do again, membering, to put in order the body again. We are remembering. We are readjusting, realigning, reviving truth, beauty, and goodness. Um, been watching the Kyle Rittenhouse um, trial, and what... What, and it, first of all, he's 17 years old. You have to look at everything that what we are experiencing, and Q is the 17th letter of the alphabet. Why is 17 uh, so profound in this time? It's because one is beginning, seven is completion. So 17 is the beginning and the end. It's the alpha and omega, which is incredibly important for this time. So we have a 17-year-old um, who... Um, was attacked and fought for his life and people died and were injured. But I look at that 17-year-old and I think, what is it in this country that allows for one to stand against many and be successful? I mean, he's alive. And It takes me back to the few versus the many. The Bible is consistent in the New Testament about the few versus the many. Many are called, few are chosen. Many will come in that day and say, Lord, Lord, and he'll say, depart from me, I never knew. Um, uh, Broad is the path that leads to destruction. Many there be that find it. Uh, Narrow is the path that leads to life. And few be there that find it. There's always the many versus the few. And you see, this is why it's so important to walk in light, because When you're in darkness, you want others around you huddled up to feel safe because you're not sure where the threat is. But when you're in the light, you can see clearly, you know where the threat is. The threat is anyone that wants to distinguish the light or extinguish the light. Um, So the few who have faced their fear, who have chosen to stand alone, who have gone out on the sovereign path, who have not bowed the knee to... um, uh, I was going to say Rome to the Babylonian system, to the ancient power structures that be those who say, I am a sovereign being. I am made in the image of the most high. And I am here to love, love and love one another. That's it. In fact, it gives me chills right now. Just saying that those are the few and the many who have yet to stand out in those things uh, will be huddled up in the many. Now, 
What's interesting is many <laughs> in the many group, or perhaps all, but I would just say a majority in the many group stay in the mini group because they don't want to look at the dirty, ugly, evil, heinous acts committed by the power structures of darkness. And so because they don't want to look at it, they remain huddled in the, ma- the many masses. And in the light, you see it all. You have to see it all. It's the only way you know what to choose. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. We'll serve love supreme. So in light is the only way you can choose. If you're in darkness, you haven't chosen to choose. You've chosen not to choose, which is your choice. So everyone chooses ultimately. Let me say that again. If you're in darkness, you've chosen not to choose, which is your choice. But in light, you can see everything, the dark and the light, and you choose to remain in light. You can go back into darkness. In fact, some of us have to go back into the darkness to pull people out, to wake people up, which is part of the great awakening, certainly. However, we make that choice intentionally, consciously, but not by default. So in the light, we can see it all. So that's why I think going down rabbit holes. That's why I think going down everything. That's why I think even I have this great awakening map behind me here. Um, to start getting on DuckDuckGo and researching these things, whether they're true or not, that's that's inconsequential, quite frankly, to the fact that 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 information exists, and it is our job as sovereign beings to consume, distill, and process the information for our own knowing, so that we don't have a talking head behind a pulpit or an anchor desk telling us what to believe, what is true. The only way you know what is true is if you've experienced it for yourself. That's why I've read the Bible cover to cover seven times, King James Bible, uh, and many more than I've read it multiple times more than that, like, <laughs> but cover to cover Genesis 1 to Revelation chapter 22, seven times. So when I hear someone with an opinion of anything, like let's give it a perfect example. If you have an opinion of the Bible, but have not read the Bible, your opinion means nothing to me, nor should it mean anything to anyone else. Because you haven't first person read the thing cover to cover. Now, if you've read it cover to cover and you have an opinion, let's talk. It's the same thing with someone discrediting conspiracy theories when you've never done the research yourself to actually look at the conspiracy theories, quote unquote. So if you have an opinion of content, opinion, an opinion of information, an opinion of an opposing side that you have not first person actually with humility and empathy gone into and read, consumed, studied, and learned new information, but you still hold an opinion, that opinion is a is a fallacy. It is it is invalid from the very utterance of your mouth. That's why in the light, the few who choose to walk in the light and to look at it all and study it all and read it all and consume it all can still come to this place of, mm, and how do we know something is true? And let me finish that thought. Come to this place of, mm, regardless of if it's true or not, I now understand and I cannot be deceived, led astray or manipulated by a power structure because I know the same narrative that they're sharing 
I also know how they're sharing that narrative is not consistent with the actual information. It's very important. And then what I was going to say is this, it's so crucial that you understand this. How do you know if something is true or not? This is, this is probably the most important thing, quite frankly, that I could ever share. How do you know if something is true or not? And here's the answer. If it makes you breathe more deeply. You see, truth makes us free. Free to breathe. The Hebrew word for our soul is neshama, which is the same word for breath, the breath of God. It says God breathed into man and man became a living soul. Man became living neshama. Man became the living breath of the most high God. Truth makes us free to breathe more deeply, to become more who we are. So not everything we consume, read, study, um, yeah, is truth. And that's part of the fun of this experience is that we can read it all and be like, hmm, and now I see. For instance, I can't tell you how many people in the Christian world, when I read the Satanic Bible, freaked out. Just freaked out. <laughs> I said, it's all good. I want to know, if you've not read The Art of War, please go read that book. You will understand actually what's happening more clearly reading The Art of War than watching anything on the news. We are experiencing The Art of War. Two forces fighting for the soul and sovereignty of mankind. And if you do not know your enemy, you're doomed to fail the fight before ever entering. Could you imagine two boxers never knowing who they're going to fight getting in the ring? It'd be disastrous. Or one boxer not knowing the other, the, his opponent, but the opponent knowing him, it'd be disastrous for the one who doesn't know. It's the same thing with this fight right now. So knowing information, studying what your opponent or the other side thinks, reads, hears, that's why... It's so important for people to understand what the mainstream media shares to the liberal masses consumed and stuck in this loop. Also, what the fringe uh, media says or the, the truther media groups and individuals say. But if we're only stuck in one and you don't know the other, there's no way you can distill what is truth and what is not. And the only way you know of truth, whew, if it makes you breathe or allows you to breathe more deeply, that's it. So fear-based narrative, not true, <laughs> not true, because it constricts your breath. This is also um, allowing many in the mass exodus of all the institutional power structures, because religion is, is a fear-based narrative. Truly, it is a fear-based narrative. Um, government, media, <laughs> Western medicine, everything's fear-based. Everything's reactionary. Everything's precautionary. Everything's, oh, hedge your bet. But not in love. Love and light say, experience it all. To know, like Solomon in the book of Ecclesiastes says, I've, I've, been, I've been rich. I've been poor. I've, been, I've done this. I've done that. I've, everything. I've done it all. To hear the whole conclusion of the matter, love God and love one another. For this is the whole duty of man. Everything comes back to love. And love does not mean to comply to power. 
Love means to stand strong for me and you to be the front line of the opposing power structure because we love those behind us with every fiber of our being. And so we will be the line, not putting it on them to be the line, but we will be the line. You understand this? If you are not standing up to the power structures right now, if you are complying, if you are doing this, entering, doing this, you're putting the burden on the next generation who will, God forbid, have to spill their blood to stop that power structure from infringing and encroaching on their rights, their freedoms, their sovereignty. So it begins now to draw a line in the sand and say no more. So dear brothers and sisters, this message is short and this message is brief, but I want it hopefully to be a huge blessing to you in that you who are choosing to walk in sovereignty, who are what seemingly are the few standing apart from the masses, you are a blessing to everyone, whether the masses and the many acknowledge it or not, you are a blessing to every single person. For without, for without you, there would be no contrast. And without contrast, we can't tell right from wrong, good from evil, dark from light. This is what the 3D duality, the third dimension that we've lived in, and we're sending out of those who choose, are going to, to know. How would we know what to choose if we didn't see the contrast? You see, the law of free will is, is most applicable in the duality. That's why choice is so profoundly beautiful. So that said, brothers and sisters, keep going, hold the line, stand, 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 stand for your freedom, stand for your sovereignty, stand for your truth, beauty, and goodness, stand for your posterity, stand for one another. As I'm standing for you, you stand for me, we stand for each other, and we create the world we want to see. This is what being the change you want to see in the world truly is all about embodying it, not in word, but in deed, not in rhetoric, but in action for the dark forces have those always ready to put in action their dark beliefs and is up for the light workers, the light warriors, the soul the neshamas of this world who are of the breath of the most high to stand you and I together. That's why we treat people like people and nothing less brothers and sisters. I'm Lucas Mack. This is the golden rule revolution. Thank you for watching. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, like this video, um, share a comment, thought question. I love uh, responding to people in the comments. Also, uh, if you're listening on any podcast platform, I'd appreciate a rating. You can tell very specifically when I got shadow banned on, um, on YouTube and, uh, it was after the Lori Ladd episodes, <laughs> I almost shut it down, but it's okay. It's all good. I'm not complaining about it, but I appreciate it. Cause it helps people. Um, someone needs to hear this message today. So thank you all. I bless you all. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.